This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. All right, today I have a very special solo episode for you. As you may or may not know, in addition to co-hosting Help Wanted with Jason, I have another podcast, Money Rehab, a daily financial news and advice show. And I have an episode from that podcast I would love to share with you, Help Wanted listeners. And I wanna share it for two reasons. First, this episode is based on a question from a listener that is very Helpline-esque. Second, this episode really hits a topic at the center of a big headline in business news right now. Elon Musk, who infamously bought Twitter earlier this year and has been wreaking havoc ever since, renamed Twitter to X. Now, I am not being dramatic here, but this news sent shockwaves throughout the business world. This was so consequential because a business name isn't something you just slap on a business card. Who has one of those anyway? The name is the brand. And this story matters to the Money Rehab episode you're about to hear because this listener had a question about naming a business. And as you'll hear, I use Twitter as an example. And as of this week, Twitter is no longer Twitter. It's bananas. There will be a lot of consequences, of course, of Twitter's rebrand. Most of all, it's really expensive. It's expensive to create new email addresses. It's expensive to get engineers to put graphics up on websites. It's expensive to create brand awareness marketing campaigns. You get the picture. And the brand formerly known as Twitter does not have that kind of money to throw around these days. So when you're naming a business, don't think of it as a temporary first draft. Take the time to find a name that really sticks, sticks with customers, sticks with you. And here are some of my favorite tips to pull that off. I'm Nicole Lappin, the only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand. It's time for some money rehab. What's in a name? Well, a lot. Just like you stress over the name of your kid or your puppy, you should be equally thoughtful about the name of your business. Today's Money Rehabber is looking for a little advice on that subject. Here he is. Hey, Nicole. My name is Sky, and I'm starting a digital marketing consulting firm. I've done a lot of the paperwork, but what I'm finding to be the hardest part about starting my own business is deciding on the name. I'm just totally drawing a blank and haven't come up with a single option. Where can I go to find out a good business name? Oh, sky, sky, sky. I wish there was a shortcut to finding the perfect business name. There are some brand name generators on the interwebs that are fun to play around with, but the short story is you are going to have to do this one on your own. And you'll be so glad you did because your company name is a big freaking deal. You'll do a lot of hard things when it comes to running your own business. And I'm not going to say that coming up with a name is the hardest thing you'll do, but it is the first hard thing you'll do. But I'm here to help. Here are six things to help spark inspiration when picking a name. Number one. Go dictionary diving. When the founders of Twitter were naming their company, they literally opened up the dictionary and found the entry for Twitter. The rest is history. The same thing with Google, though. Most people think that Google is a made-up word. In fact, the founders used a creative spelling of the word Google, G-O-O-G-O-L, which means a number that is equal to one followed by 100 zeros. The idea was to connote in just one word the massive breadth and scope they wanted their search engine to have. So 
dust off your dictionary or pop over to dictionary.com and start treasure hunting. Number two, invent a language. If you can't find a name that you like in the dictionary, consider just making up a word like Xerox or Kodak. The thing to keep in mind here is that since these are not actual words, there's no sentiment attached except the one you create through advertising and marketing that customers relate to. If you don't want to or don't have the money to do that right now, steer towards something that's already out there. Number three, go have these with make-believe. If you can't think of a made-up name and you don't want to go with a boring one, well then smush two together, like Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget about the startups out there ending in L-Y or I or Able, like Bitly, Spotify, Shopify, and Giftable. Number four, is it sticky? In business speak, stickiness refers to how memorable the name is with customers. The best names are those that you don't have to write down to remember even after you hear them for the first time. Number five, is it visual? The founder of the equipment company Caterpillar came up with the name after hearing someone describe his tractors as crawling like a caterpillar. He loved that visual, and so was born the name of one of America's most iconic companies. Number six, shorties but goodies. Studies have shown that briefer is better when it comes to company names. Nike, Apple, Pixar, and eBay are all just two syllables. Long names are harder to remember and harder for people to tell their friends about, which is the best and cheapest marketing you can get. After you've narrowed down your favorite names to about five that you've tested and love, then do a trademark search through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Chances are you aren't the only one to come up with the name, but you might be the only one in your vertical to have it, which makes all the difference in the world. You don't have to trademark your name, but you might run into issues if someone else says they registered for the trademark and you're using it, leading to a mountain of legal fees and other hell. So guys, story time. I started my media company in 2011 at the end of the so-called Great Recession. I had just left hardcore business news where my primary audience was old, rich, white dudes. And by the way, I'm not stereotyping here. That's exactly what the Nielsen ratings showed. I wanted to reach a younger audience of mostly women who didn't seek out money news, but I knew needed to most. I thought recessionista was the perfect name for one of the digital properties in my media company. I paid a few grand for the domain recessionista.com, hired a trademark law firm to secure the mark for the site, started creating original video content, and built out tools like an easy-peasy expense tracker. It felt like the whole thing was just that, easy-peasy. Until it wasn't. I heard from a woman. In fact, everyone I knew heard from this woman. Let's call her... Gee, I don't know. Harry Mall. Because I can't say her real name. She had a small shopping blog that I had never heard of, and she was calling herself the Recessionista. This woman apparently registered for a different kind of web media site. As I would soon learn, there are a ton of different subcategories that you can apply for. Harry Mall freaked the fuck out that I had something similar, even though 
her recessionista blog was about shopping and my recessionista site was about sneak attack money advice and tools. The fact that our content was totally different didn't matter to her. This lady sent me mean letters. She sent mean letters to everyone she could find on my website, like my agents and my publicists and all the people, like my fifth grade teacher. No, that's not real. But she harassed me on social media like crazy, like mean stuff that I never responded to until now. And then Harry started suing me. I was happy to each have her own recessionista thing going on. Like, you do you, Harry, and I do my recessionista. But she was not backing down. And you know me by now. I don't back down either. But that meant I was going to be paying tens of thousands of dollars defending myself against this lady on a Lapin destruction mission. The thing about the legal system is that you must defend yourself from even the most bogus claims or you automatically lose. This went on for a couple of years. She didn't want to settle. She didn't want to peacefully coexist on the expansive interwebs. No, no. Everywhere I turned, there was Harry Mall harassing me in some way. Thankfully, time, although it still stings, as you can imagine, and economic trends worked in my favor. As my first book was coming out and the recession was long in the rearview mirror, I expanded my money and content offerings online, folding recessionista.com and the rich bitch brand into my website, nicolelappin.com. It wasn't because of the blog, lady, but because the times had changed and what I felt was important changed. I wanted my brand to be aspirational, not just about saving money, but also about helping people earn and make money. However, I can tell you that not having to deal with Miss Harry Mall any longer was also a huge bonus. I tell you this cautionary tale because trademark spats can get ugly no matter how carefully you set yourself up and lawyer up. And sometimes the best plan is not a plan at all, but a pivot. For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. When you're picking out a name, test it out. Set up a Zoom meeting with a group of 10 friends and throw out a list of potential names. The one the group remembers without looking at their notes is your winner. Money Rehab is a production of Money News Network. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Money Rehab's executive producer is Morgan Lavoy. Our researcher is Emily Holmes. Do you need some money rehab? And let's be honest, we all do. So email us your money questions, moneyrehab at moneynewsnetwork.com to potentially have your questions answered on the show or even have a one-on-one intervention with me. And follow us on Instagram at moneynews and TikTok at moneynewsnetwork for exclusive video content. And lastly, thank you. No, seriously, thank you. Thank you for listening and for investing in yourself, which is the most important investment you can make.